We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Brad Biggs, the football man of the Chicago Tribune, a long-time contributor to this station and a valued friend. And he joins us on the score hotline powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Big Zay. Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, Brad, uh, the uh, season ended, and the Bears have now lost 10 straight to the Green Bay Packers, and uh, Jordan Love looked the part, right? He was uh, pretty good yesterday, 84.4% completion rate there. That's pretty good. He seemed to be able to do what he needed to do. They made some mistakes, or they would have scored more points, but 17 enough for them. Yeah, 17 enough, and... uh get to the end of the season, the first year as a starter for Jordan Love, and take a look at it. And uh, I, I think it's fair to say the Green Bay Packers have the best quarterback in the NFC North once again. So uh, you're, you're, battling, uh, you're battling that right there when you talk about how are you going to match up against the Packers, what can you do to overcome uh, a rival that's beaten them 14 times out of the last uh, 15 meetings. That's something they're going to have to uh, sort through among many, many, many things at Hallis Hall this offseason. Good to see you yesterday, Brad. At Lambeau, enjoyed your 10 thoughts as usual this morning at ChicagoTribune.com. Found a couple things that are really interesting. Let's start with, you believe that Matt Eberflus has a four-year contract. You believe that Kevin Warren's going to play a big role in the decision-making process, and you believe that in all likelihood, if Eberflus does indeed return, as many expect, it will be with two new coordinators, correct? Well, if he returns, it's guaranteed to be with one new coordinator, right, because uh, Alan Williams is in uh, parts unknown, uh, and he's been there since uh, the very beginning of the season, really. And, yeah, I would think that uh, when you evaluate – what happened for him offensively this season. Uh, You take a look at the last six games. They have uh, two two games without uh, an offensive touchdown and then a third game with uh, one offensive touchdown that came on a one-yard drive. 
uh, at Cleveland and you say, hey, something's got to change here, uh, there's probably uh, more that needs to be done than just looking uh, very closely at the quarterback position uh, as it pertains to the draft in April. I would, I, I would think all that. And Iberflus with a four-year contract, I, I believe that is the case. Uh, I asked the question day one at the introductory press conference for Matt Iberflus, what is the length of your contract? Uh, he declined to say. Some, some people uh, were outraged that I would ask the question. Uh, pretty pertinent right now, uh, if the Bears were to consider moving on from Matt Iberflus, do, uh, does the team owe him for the next two years or the next three years? But after poking around, talking to some people, I'm, I'm relatively confident it's a four-year deal uh, for Matt Eberflus. Keep in mind, the Chicago Bears since the mid-50s have only launched one head coach after just two seasons, and that was Mark Trestman uh, nine, nine years ago, right? Uh, yeah, nine years ago after the uh, 2014 season. This segment with Brad Biggs is sponsored by Estwing Professional Tools, made in the USA for 100 years, estwing.com. Brad, um, maybe the guy that improved his stock the most was Jalen Johnson, because apparently that defense doesn't work without him, and, uh, and his contract is up, and um, did anything change in the way they perceive him? Obviously, for takeaways and you're worried that he didn't have enough of those but he's made the pro bowl now and uh they are pretty lost without him yeah you know the, a couple things worked against him defensively yesterday number one love gets the ball out so quickly the packers were able to uh pay a little extra attention to montez sweat and combine that with with uh you know jordan loves uh back foot hitting the top of the drop and the ball's coming out right and and he's got enough uh athletic ability to to uh, move around and and open a a new window on a different platform when he needs to on some of those plays that he made uh on the move and yeah you're gonna any any defense is gonna miss its best uh cornerback uh you've got to hope here that the uh, shoulder injury is not serious for Jalen. i asked him after the game i said hey is this something that could require surgery which is uh, it's significant to get to the bottom of that because he, previously he's had surgery on each shoulder, uh, guys, and, and it was a shoulder issue coming out of Utah in the draft that probably prevented Jalen from being a first-round draft pick. Bears got him in round two back uh, in 2020, and he said he didn't believe that he would need surgery, so I think that's a positive. Uh, he's in line for a a big payday you would imagine that happens uh with the bears and we'll just have to see where it goes from him from here a little bit of a bumpy game for for the other guys out there and terrell smith leaves with uh i think it was a quad injury uh tyreek stevenson made a couple big plays then gave up some catches uh i think you'll see a more consistent uh, Tyreek Stevenson in 2024. He's got an awful lot of snaps uh, under his belt now uh, that he can use to uh, build and grow from. So, Brad, what are you hearing? What are you expecting? What do you think based on your experience in terms of what 
the flow of information will be out of Hallis Hall, when we'll know about Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, and I know it'll be a while on Justin Fields. We're starting to get some hints, but that's going to take some time. Yeah, there, there's there's really no reason for them to reach any type of conclusion with what way they're going to go at the quarterback position anytime soon. In terms of uh, Matt Eberflus and his staff, uh, if the Bears are going to jump into that market for a head coach, they don't want to wait too long. And the NFL's tweaked some of the rules for uh, interview windows for candidates and, and things of that such. So if the Bears got going here in another 48 hours, I don't think they'd necessarily be uh, behind, but you probably don't want to wait a whole lot longer than that. And if the Bears go that direction, guys, they better feel mighty confident in their ability to get a guy that they deem, hey, this, this is our top two candidates or so. These these are the the big – it's the big game we're hunting here because we've already seen some firing shoot. You know, Arthur Smith got fired at, what, 12.01 last night. Um, Washington moved on from Ron Rivera. This morning, you're going to probably see some more – movement what will be the future of bill belichick in new england uh jerry jones seems to have a uh weekly referendum on mike mccarthy there is smoke in tennessee which is a little hard to believe with the job that mike brable's done uh but we'll find out in the near future if there's a fire uh in nashville as well so you, you just start looking around the league. Then you wonder if there could be a surprise one on top of that. And before you know it, you're going to be close to uh, filling up uh, your two hands, counting uh, the number of teams with openings. And as you guys know, it's difficult for the league to create that many uh, legit candidates that have a serious chance of working out because you, you see some of these organizations are sort of permanently stuck in that hiring and firing cycle. They just don't spend that much time not being in the process. And so if the Bears are going to jump back into that, by golly, uh, they better be prepared to get the guy who's actually going to get it right, going to get it fixed, uh, and going to lead them towards some success where – you know, you spend the, the bulk of the football season talking about the football on the field and not uh, keeping one eye or both eye sort of looking at the uh, offseason. Hey, look how they can get better. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, Brad, you mentioned that they got 16 free agents. We've talked about the uh, most important one, Jalen Johnson. Is there anybody else that, that you would bring back among that group? And I'm not. I'm not trying to be cruel to people, but they've got a lot of guys that started game. I mean, I don't see Lucas Patrick returning, Justin Jones, maybe Darnell Mooney at the right price. Uh, Dante Foreman, that was super weird. What happened there? He, he It was personal issues. Um, and Gakwe, I, I just don't, I don't see them bringing a lot of these guys back. So that's your roster turnover right there, maybe. Yeah, the the question you're going to have to answer before I think you really dive into, hey, what's going to happen with this list of free agents is who's coaching them? Who's the coach? Uh, what are they doing scheme-wise on each side of the ball? And then you go from there. If they've got Iberflus back and uh, the, the majority of the position coaches, perhaps there's a fit for a guy like uh, Justin Jones with the hope being that, that – uh, you know, he doesn't have to play as many snaps and you're leaning more on some of your younger guys uh, and things of that nature. But the list of free agents, shoot, it's cutting about half from where it was a year ago. So there's not going to be nearly uh, as much turnover. But Jalen Johnson's the, the real big one there. And then after that, you, you look at both of those names and you're like, eh, yeah, I can see him back, but I don't see a big problem uh, if he's not back. They ought to be able to find uh, somebody else, but um, they've got a lot of work to do. And uh, it's it's multiple elements, free agency, it's the draft, it's potentially trades. Uh, and then you get into it's it's draft and it's development, right? It's it's twofold. And they did a, they did a decent job this year, I think, with the development end of uh, – bringing along a lot of those young players wasn't great for all of them. Yeah. The foreman thing was a, was a little uh, hard to figure out there uh, at the end, but a foreman's active yesterday and he's getting some carries. Uh, guess what? Roshan Johnson's probably not getting as many carries. So you've got uh, people wondering, Hey, well, why aren't you playing this draft pick? that's averaging uh, whatever he was at about four and a half yards a carry. Um the, the running yeah, and, game and Foreman uh, doesn't was, play special was, teams, right? I mean, that's a big part. Exactly. Of it too. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's not, he's not a big pass catcher uh, out of the backfield. So, you know, is, it is what it is uh, with him. I would think Mooney goes elsewhere. I think he'll have a decent market, uh, might get paid a little bit more than some people uh, imagine. I didn't have a great year. Uh, didn't get a lot of opportunities there for the bulk of the season. Like the ball was not going uh, Darnell's direction. All right, Brad, point five on your 10 thoughts. I do see a path to Justin Fields being on the roster in 2024. What kind of lenses are you using to see that path? Because it seems like it would be a remote one, right? Yeah, I don't, 
I don't okay. think the chances are great for this path, guys. But but I think it. I almost think it's the. It's kind of the only scenario I see Fields returning in, and that would be uh, if the Bears traded down at number one but still drafted a quarterback. So you trade down from one overall, you still draft a quarterback, uh, and then you've got Fields uh, probably in position as the starter uh, to begin the season, and you've got the rookie. I think there are some complications uh, to that scenario. I I don't think it's um, – that there's a high probability that that happens, but we certainly can't – uh, discount that right now. I, I do not see a path where they look at it, they evaluate it, and say, yep, we're good with Justin as the starter next year. We're going to trade down from one and uh, draft a left tackle or Marvin Harrison. We're going to use our pick uh, at, at nine and get uh, a wide receiver or a defensive lineman, and we're just going to build this thing around the quarterback. Fields has not done enough for the Bears to arrive at that conclusion, in my opinion. Uh, possibly, possibly keep fields, trade down from number one overall, uh, select a quarterback. But again, I think there are some challenges to that. And I would guess, just a hunch, that Fields Camp would be like, hey, you know, we'd really prefer a trade. Um, you know, players can ask for a trade and the team can say, that's not in the cards. Uh, so we'll have we'll have to see a long way to go uh, before we get uh, to a decision on the quarterback. What about the rest of the decisions? I mean, I, if they're going to fire someone, I imagine they do it relatively quickly. The Fields thing could take months. I don't know that you're looking to make any moves until you have to. I think there's a lot of work they got to do and a lot of people to talk to. Um, but I would expect that if they're going to make any, any coaches changing, that would be relatively soon. Yeah, I would. I, I think that's got to happen in the next roughly 48 hours. If you're going to devote today uh, to exit interviews for the players, as Ibrahim suggested yesterday, a process that likely has already begun, if they keep the same timetable that they used a year ago, uh, then tomorrow you're probably – in meetings starting early in the morning, working through uh, a lot of different things involving George McCaskey, Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, and uh, and then when when they reach whatever type of conclusion they're going to come to, then I think they have to uh, have a meeting to determine um, how they want to present the message, right? Because uh, presenting the message is something that they haven't always excelled at uh, at Hallis Hall. So figure out um, what they want that message to be, how they're going to put it out there, uh, and then announce a date and time for their, uh, for their media session. But, yeah, I, think, I would think in the next day to two, two and a half days, we, we've got a pretty clear picture about – what they want to do with the coaching step. This isn't something uh, that should need all week to drag out. The evaluation process has been going on all season. You're not reaching a conclusion 
uh, during the season, but you're evaluating, and, and now they just have to complete that process. Brad, what do you think about the Justin Fields uh, situation when he hit his head and bounced off the turf? That was awesome. Jonathan Owens took a shot, didn't get a flag, which I think is a separate discussion, but stays in for three more stat- snaps, leaves the field for one, injury tent for 15 seconds, back on the field because they asked him if he knew where he was, and then after the game, I think everyone treated it like, well, yeah, you know, he just dinged it like it was a sprained ankle. I, I was really kind of disappointed. His head bounced off it, that turf, It was man. scary. It was really scary. What was your take, Brad? Yeah, it was uh, a play that probably deserved a flag, and, and I was watching the official on the sideline that was downfield, and it was when he was moving forward, he reached behind him as if, he was grabbing for the flag, and and so I'm like, oh, he, he, finally, this this kid's going to get a call here. There's going to be a rough to the passer call, and he didn't pull it out. And uh, some of the other ones that people have uh, moaned about this season, I didn't think were worthy of calls. That one, in, in my estimation, certainly was. Um, it was along the same lines as the uncalled hit in Cleveland by Zadarius Smith, which resulted in a fine uh, for Smith the week following that game. And, and fortunately, um, you know, the, the process identified, hey, here's a guy whose head hit the turf. We had to take a look at him. They've got an independent doctor involved. So I, I don't think this is a situation where the Bears rushed him right back out there. Justin said they checked him out for his balance and things uh, of that nature. I'm not going to pretend to have any um, expertise in uh, brain science, but uh, they checked him out. He was, he was back out there, but it certainly uh, looked scary uh, when his head went off the turf. Thanks, Brad. Great stuff. Great catching up with you. We'll be talking. Very Good stuff, soon. Big Z. Yep. Have a great day, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.